the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today, Jess Lenoval. She is with the Listing Labs and helps realtors, uh, real estate agents, build to seven figures without jeopardizing any of their time and freedom. Jess, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. So really excited. You know, I told you before that I I did a little due diligence on you and read this fascinating story about how you got started. And, you know, maybe in your own words, uh, how did you get started? Yeah, for sure. So I actually got into the business when I was quite young. I was coming out of school. My mom has been in real estate for 35 years. So I kind of grew up in the business. She dragged me along to a lot of things over time. Um, And then when I came out of school, we really weren't sure what I was going to do with my life. And so she basically said, why don't you get your license and see, see if you like it. And I kind of, so I kind of fell into the industry um, I, I tried to work with her. I, I, I know that there are a lot of mother, daughter, mother, mm-hmm. son teams out there. I mm-hmm. was not one of them that worked well with her mother. So, uh, yeah, I, I went out on my own. I, I remember back there, back then being taught that I had to do things of, uh, like a very specific way. And I'm very shy. Naturally I'm introverted. I, I can tell. You know, <laughs> you know, I can, I can show up and I can have great conversations with people, but then I need a nap, you know? Um, so, so, you know, the idea of having to get out there and knock on doors and kiss babies and all the things, it was just, it was really overwhelming to me. So I knew that I had to figure out another way for another way for me to be successful in the industry, but also create that leverage and that you know, name for myself. So what I ended up doing is uh, there was this brand new thing. I'm going to age myself. There was this brand new thing back then called Facebook and Facebook at the time only had a wall Mm -hmm. and classifieds. And so I built my business off of having conversations off of classifieds. I built, I, I had conversations, I created content and I started building relationships on the Facebook platform. And so I built my business that way and then got further into digital marketing when I met my husband and we built a multi seven figure team together. Um, we had, we had a great, we had a great business. And then I guess it was in end of 2017, early 2018, I had a bit of like an existential crisis. I think I went through my midlife crisis in my early thirties. I hope it's over. Um, and I realized that I felt like I was serving the wrong people. Right. I had all these agents around me who seemed like they were struggling and I felt like to a certain extent I'd cracked the code. And so I founded the listings lab and I made the transition out of selling real estate and into training. So that's what we've been doing since, you know, the beginning of 2018, our business has grown tremendously. We have a team of 15 um, and I, I live in the Bahamas now. So yeah. I moved, I moved to the Bahamas in January 
and uh, yeah, everything's wonderful. <laughs> I just didn't talk about the Bahamas all day. We could we could just can everything else. <laughs> Do you the, love the Bahamas? Well, I'm I'm right across from you. I'm in West Palm Beach. Yeah, so, you know I'm I could if back in the day I could throw a rock and uh, you know hit the island. Um, no, but it's beautiful over there, and it's definitely a place that I suggest folks who uh, who haven't been there. You know. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm on the island. I'm on the island of Eleuthera. Okay. So I a lot of people when they think Bahamas, they think Nassau. Right. Um, right. And it's so where I am is quiet. It's beautiful. It's very family oriented. Um, it's been honestly, it's been a dream. We absolutely love it here. If you don't mind me asking, what was the impetus for that? Um, mm. You don't have to get into it in great detail. Yeah. No. Of course. I mean, so so my husband and I we. We 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 spent our third date in Jamaica. So okay. we went on a trip together for our third date. We moved very, very quickly. And we had a great time. And I remember like we were our whole our whole relationship. We've been married for nine years now. And we've always talked about wanting to live somewhere tropical. So we're sure. originally Canadian. Okay. So, you know, Canada Canadian winters aren't anything to laugh at. No. And we so you know, once we got to a point where we kind of felt comfortable, which we, we, we put it off for longer than probably we should have, Yeah. but it was a combination of weather proximity. So it's super easy. It's a two and a half hour flight for me to get to my mom and dad, which yeah. was important to me. I wanted to be able to get home quickly um, and taxes. So a, the combination of the three, the Bahamas was really the perfect fit for us. I'm not kidding. I could talk about this forever. Because <laughs> I've been married for 30, almost 31 years. And I have tried, not necessarily the Bahamas, that would be one on the list. Yep. Tried to get my spouse, but she hasn't hooked in her head that our four sons that are adults now and getting married, we wouldn't see them. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, they'd be, they'd be with, they'd come and visit you all the time. I've well, had sure. more visitors yeah. right. since I moved here than I, you know, I've had family from all over the world come and visit me right. because there's this like, it's different when you live in like a vacation destination. For sure. Well, Florida is a vacation that, you know, That's we have absolutely. family all over the United States and who never came and visited us ever. I lived 10 years in, in, Tucson, Arizona. Yep. Not to knock Tucson, but you know, not a lot of visiting goes on. A little bit, but you know, no one came and saw us. And as soon as we moved to Florida, <laughs> all of a sudden you, you needed your us. spare bedrooms. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're super popular now. Um, yeah. So, but no, I can, I would love maybe at another time talk to you and your husband you about living, living in the Bahamas because. You got it. You know, maybe maybe after a certain time, I get to say, "Hey, you know what? I made it in marriage. I'm going. If you're not, hey, that's fine. No, I wouldn't do that. But I wouldn't have made it 32 years if I if, if I had that or longer than that if I had that mindset. So you you know you got started, you got the listing lab going, yeah. right? And so tell me about who your target market is, and and you know how do you go about finding them? Yeah. So the majority of the, of the agents that we work with are already at six figures. So there's a lot of programs out there that are geared towards getting that new agent set up and running and, and, you know, the stuff that like really the hard work and the sweat that needs to go into actually starting the business from scratch. We have, um, we specialize in taking agents who are already at in that low six figure range and getting them to a point where they're at seven figures. Gotcha. So when I, when I say seven figures, I mean, seven figures in, you know, in profit every year. 
So, so, you know, coming, taking, taking that seven figures home, if you will, and also having the freedom that a lot of people give up in order to be successful in this industry. So I wrote a book called more money, less hustle, Mm -hmm. and it really is geared towards the seven pillars to seven figures with freedom. And each and every one of those pieces is incredibly important. I, myself, the very first time I hit seven figures was, um, I did it alone and it was probably one of the worst times in my life from the outside. Everyone thought I was killing it. People thought I was so successful. I've never been so burnt out and so unhappy because I had absolutely no time or energy or space for myself, for my husband, for any of the things that I cared about. And honestly, that's not why people get into real estate in the first place. We get get into real estate for basically three main reasons. We want unlimited income potential. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to set our own schedule and like be a business owner. And we want to help people. And a lot of the time when we don't leverage properly or we don't, you know, we don't set our businesses up to be well-oiled machines, if you will. A lot of the time what ends up happening is we, we end up being the bottleneck of the business. We end up wearing every single hat in the business. And instead of, you know, instead of building a real business that can run without you, you end up with this, you know, moderately successful hustle that is stressful all the time and that everything stops if you decide that you want to take a day off. Yeah, it's almost the definition of hell. I mean, you know, when I say 100%. that, I, yeah, it's like I'm doing all the things I said I love and I'm miserable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it must be me. You know, and I and, and it is, mm. right? It really is because you haven't put that plan that Jess offers uh, <laughs> or has put together. No, it's a reality though, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's it's not in some markets, um, you know, West Palm Beach being one and maybe, you know, uh, uh, Beverly Hills and places like that, hitting six figures, seven, you know, uh, hitting six figures may not be that difficult uh, only because, yeah. you know, the homes are 50 and million. The price, yeah, it depends yeah. on the price points and it, just, it, depends, it depends on the It depends on the price points. Yeah. But yeah. I know plenty of agents and I'm right with you, Jess, Plenty of agents that their average home is $300,000 and to hit six figures, uh, it takes boots on the ground, digital, it takes a team, it takes everything you have, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it doesn't take very much to get burnt out on doing that. It doesn't. That's the majority of agents. That's 80% of the agents in America or overall, I keep saying Absolutely. I would say say so. I think that there's, you know, we have, we're, we're, we've come out of this, you know, what I like to call the crushing it era mm-hmm. where everybody thought that it was like, you know, the grind and the struggle was so sexy and that everybody mm. was like glorifying it and no pain, no gain. And, you know, what we've been left with is an entire industry of burnt out agents yeah. who, you know, want have lost their have lost their fire and lost their love for the for the industry in some cases because of the way that they have kind of missed out on setting up their businesses like real businesses and they were told or taught and this was ingrained in them from the beginning that you have to work the hardest and that you know hard work will out will you know will outweigh talent and all of these things but right the result of all of that is inefficient businesses with, you know, lack of real understanding of how to run a real business, lack of leverage, and really unhappy, burnt out people who, frankly, aren't running businesses. 
Right. And that, you know, they're providing a service and they've become a salesperson, but they actually mm-hmm. haven't set up a proper business. And because of that, they, you know, they have no freedom and right. the business becomes those, you know, even if you're making a lot of money, the business becomes those golden handcuffs. Right. I mean, you're really teaching people how to be a CEO and, and, and properly delegate and make, make, you know, have functionality. I actually have a training that is called the three steps to CEO (laughs) or three shifts to CEO because I think it is so important to, and it starts, it just starts with decision-making and so many people have made decisions that don't necessarily feed the ultimate dream or the ultimate goal of where they want to be. I don't know many agents who will tell me that 10 years from now, they want to be working 16 hour days in order to make the money that they make. Right. You know, so many people dream of the leverage and the freedom and, you know, yes, you're not, you're never going to have a hundred percent passive income selling real estate, oh, but sure. there is an element of, you know, creating proper systems and efficiencies in your business that will allow you to have a multi seven figure business working a couple hours a day and right. having the rest of the time to actually live your life, which was the whole point. Right. Yeah. Good stuff for sure. Okay. So we talked about how you started and we kind of talked about who your target market is and kind of what's going on today. Quick question. Um, you know, so so you're over in the Bahamas. Uh, you give, you know, you have uh, functions and, and speak in front of large groups on a regular yep. basis. Yep. Uh, are most of those here in the States or are they They're all, all over? over the place? All yeah. Over. So I would say Canada and the U.S. So okay. that tends to be where we mostly are. Um, we have like... For instance, in November, I'm speaking on a stage, I think in front of about four or 5,000 people in Toronto, um, and I'm introducing Bill Clinton. So he's the keynote. I think I'm then next, second keynote. Um, And so so that's happening in November. And then I'm speaking at a summit in March in South Carolina. So in terms of stages, they're kind of all over the place. All over the place, yeah. But again, Zoom has made things so much easier too. Right. I, I get to, I can, I can speak in front of large, I, I did Berkshire Hathaway's, um, I did their like whole conference. Yeah. I followed John Legend. So hard act to follow. That's for sure. Right. Um, but there, I think, I think that that sing? went out. I did. I did. I did not. I would do, oh. you know what? I think that John Legend is probably better than I am. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you got the chops. Come on. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there was 55,000 agents that that went to. So, wow. um, yeah, I mean, zoom and, and the internet has definitely made it easier for me to be in the Bahamas, but I do yeah. travel to speak usually no more than like once a month or two. That's not a bad gig, huh? But it's there's so plenty bad. of work, plenty of work at home, getting everything, you know, uh, running another business, you know, I mean, absolutely. It, you know, a lot, a lot of work there. So let me ask you this. If I had a if I had a magic wand and I could solve one singular problem that you have on a consistent basis, what what might that be? Um honestly, it would be, and this is something that our marketing does and that we're this is the battle that we fight, mm-hmm. which is explaining to or helping agents understand that marketing is psychology. Okay. It's not just about it's not so many agents have been ingrained to believe that it's just about exposure. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're wasting money and throwing spaghetti at the wall. And, you know, the, the number of times that I hear that, you know, you can't generate business from social media. 
we have clients who are bringing in you know two to three hundred million dollars in volume a year oh, from yeah, social media for sure you know or facebook ads don't work it's like well facebook ads don't work if you don't know how to run facebook that, ads properly 100 <laughs> percent, jess i oh my gosh i'm almost stomping my feet right now um, i know because I know. obviously you know our the, the company that owns this show uh you know they're in digital marketing as well and yeah uh, look if <laughs> if there are people there <laughs> you know and 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 they're in a, in a in a cycle of some sort and they need your service then you need to be in front of them and it's not just a picture of you you know i mean it's it's got to be in you know i mean these aren't these are these are tenants so many people are running and, and here's the difference is that there's a difference between running ads and running mm -hmm. campaigns sure and you know the real like all marketing is is being able to take someone psychologically from stranger to client right. and putting and boosting a post with a picture of your business card on it is going to do none of those things none of it right <laughs> right that's and like so a, i think that, that I think that's my biggest challenge is trying to, I had a, someone the other day who didn't enroll in the program mm -hmm. and said, I'm going to take that money and spend it on ads. And I'm like, you oh. should just light that money on fire. Sure. Because if you genuinely don't know how to run campaigns and you don't understand the psychology of the marketing or, and the foundations behind it, your ads aren't going to work. It doesn't matter. You, you could, you could cut that ad spend into a tiny fraction. Sure. And if you're using human psychology and you're really truly understand, you truly understand how to market effectively, then the results and the ROI you'll get from a tiny amount of ad spend will be so much bigger than if you spend a big right. chunk on ads. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's the uh, family guy, Peter Griffith, you know, when he, he printed his business cards and he went up on top of the roof and he goes, here I am world. And he <laughs> threw the business cards up in the air and they just flittered and everybody just walked over them, you know, yeah. uh, that ads are the same way. Um, yeah. If you, if you don't know how to create compelling problem solving ads, what I, Agreed. what I call them. Agreed. Uh, yeah. You're doomed. So yeah. Good. I, and there. so those are the things that I think are that they, that frustrate me. Okay. is you know fighting the we're we're just we're fighting the good fight over here you know yeah. we're just we're trying to 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 educate an industry that a lot of the time um is 5 to 10 years behind yeah and there's a, and yeah. and fights change sure and and the you know there's a bit of pride and hubris in this industry as well mm -hmm. you know once again if you think about certain markets it's not real hard to get to 100 million if every home you sell Nope. is uh 40 million you know yep. uh it, it's it's crazy so let's do this let's put our uh prognostication hats on and uh you know where's the listing lab in in a year where are you in a year are you mm. and your family you know what what does the next year look like so I would say the next year we have put everything in place we've got all of our systems set up so that we can help more people so um, one of the things we teach and that we have done ourselves is we got all of the foundational pieces done so that we can't, we actually have the bandwidth and we can handle, you know, twice as much business. Right. And I think that a lot of the time, especially in real estate, people do it the opposite way where right. they try to generate, they generate more business than they can handle. And then they actually clean up the back end. So we've done it the opposite, which is the way that we teach it. Everything on our back end and everything from a support standpoint is is ready for for kind of that next level. Um, we are expanding our ads. We are trying to get in front of more people. We okay. are. I'm speaking on more stages. Um, yeah, we're just we're we're wanting to help more people. We have yeah. we have our programs. They deliver incredible results. 
and we're very happy with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, There's plenty of them out there. That's for 100%. sure. And you know yeah. what? I just wrote a book. And so I don't, someone asked me, they're like, are you going to write another book? And I was like, give me a year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I need some, we need plenty of people to read this one. And then when they thirst for more, I'll be there to deliver it. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. One book is enough per, per year, I think. Right. Come on, Stephen <laughs> King, you know, <laughs> every six months. Uh, fantastic. So, so before we get into the tail end of this, cause we're kind of winding down, but yeah. Um, how can people get in touch with you or maybe, you know, how do they sign up or where do they find your books? What's sure. the best way to, to find everything you have to offer, Jess? You know, I would say there's the two places that are going to be the best are Instagram, which my handle is just ask Jess Lenovel. So it's just at first and last. Um, the other option would be my Facebook group. So I have about 30,000 agents in my group as of right now. Um, it's called the listings lab method for real estate agents. And we drop trainings in there. There's value delivered in that group every single day. Wow. So we, there, there's trainings, all of my, everything new that I create is always in, in that group first. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of like my gigantic living room I where everybody you're... gets things yeah. first. I think I think you're easy to find for sure. I think I am. If not, head to the Bahamas. You're roaming around. Yeah, you can come find me. Um, yeah. So you know, like I, uh, you know, I always say, I my my guest, I'm just here to facilitate. You know, you're the star of the show. Uh, I'd like to give you the last couple of minutes to kind of go over anything that you like. Maybe something we missed, or maybe your favorite animal kennel, you know, uh, whatever it might be. I think that the the number one thing that I hope that people see and understand, especially as we kind of come into this very different market that we've mm -hmm. seen in a long time, Mm -hmm. would be that results don't take time. Results take courage. And if you're not willing to do the things that you're scared of and you're not willing to make adjustments and make changes to the way that we've always done things, this is going to be a very hard market for you. And, you know, I think that, And it really just comes down to Darwin, right? Like natural selection. It doesn't matter if you're talking about a species or you're talking about a business. The ones that survive and thrive are going to be the ones that are the most adaptable. There you go. So we're not able to actually fight. Not only do do I see agents that are fighting technology and fighting the way that the world works now, but now they're also fighting the market. And so I think that a lot of the time we're just making it so much harder on ourselves if we're not willing to adapt and change and, and make pivot. Pivot the way that you yeah. just because something worked two years ago, in my opinion, it was pretty easy to be successful in real estate several years ago. Right. You know, we've been in an upward swing of a market for quite a long time. And now we're coming into this shift where I think that the number of agents who are really successful will drop. And it's going to be the people who are pivoting and being adaptable and using technology and using the tools that we have instead of fighting them. And a lot of the things that, you know, I had a conversation with someone the other day and he said, you know, I, I cold call three hours a day and I want to double my business. And so the logical next question was, do you have six hours a day to cold call? And then can you handle twice as many clients? Right. And he said, well, of course not. And I said, well, then what got you here won't get you there. And we need to make a fundamental change to the way that you generate business. And I think a lot of the time people fight that change because it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable, 
But to come back round to what I said originally, results don't take time. They take courage. And so sometimes it's the scary things that we have to do. And the more quote unquote risk that you take in your business, the more possible reward there is. And now is the time, you know, I, I said this to someone the other day, the most number of millionaires in history were created during the Great Depression. So when we see recessions and when we see, you know, decreased market stability, that's really where innovation and change and adaptability becomes paramount. It becomes the thing that you have to do in order to really thrive. So the people who've been successful in the past may be leaving room for you if you make the right decisions and you're willing to move quickly. Very nice. No, I love it. That's great advice. Do you do you have a, your own podcast? I don't. We're in the process of it. Though, yeah, I was going to say, you should get one. <laughs> no, you really should. <laughs> no, it's a compliment. You know, uh, you, you definitely should get one. You have plenty to share and uh, you handle it well. So, yeah, fantastic. Thanks so much, Jess, for being on the program. I'd love to catch up in the next three, six, nine months. And you bet. Kind of see how things are going. You bet. You can come visit me in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'd love it. No, take me about <laughs> I can hop on my jet ski. I think I can be there in a couple of hours. I think it's close. (laughs) Have a good one, Jess. Thanks so much. You too. Thanks, Tim. Bye-bye.